Andrew Tignanelli, who joins us this morning here on the Gary Sutton Show. Andrew, great to have you on the show. Hey, Gary. Thanks for uh, having me. I want to let you know that Ryan's son is doing excellent, so he'll be back next week for sure. We are very glad to hear that, and uh, and thank you for stepping in for him this morning. I can't think we could get a better substitute, although I wouldn't exactly call you a substitute. You're kind of his boss, right? <laughs> That's what they tell me. <laughs> You know how that goes. I, well, we understand that. Yeah, yeah. Someday you're the hydrant and someday, yeah, whatever. You're the dog. But, uh, hey, I wanted to talk with you a little bit this morning about what, from your vantage point, because you started the whole firm and you have a really good handle on everything that's going on there, what comprehensive financial planning really is for us? You know, the, when I got into the profession, Gary, it was 1979. And I was taught, look, you use financial planning to ultimately sell a product to somebody. Right. I mean, seriously, this is what they told me. I had a two-week training class, <laughs> and most of the time was spent in how to sell people into saying yes to a product that I wanted them to buy, whether it was insurance or investments, the ultimate concept was get them to say yes. And that still goes on today. Most people don't know it, but 90-some percent, and I'm not kidding, 90-some percent of the industry is geared toward that concept, get people to say yes, and financial planning is a tool to getting people to say yes. You know, I worked, and, I worked when I was very, very young, coming out of college and, and looking to do something. I was actually working in one of those kinds of places for a very short time, part-time, and I can still remember what they told me. Introduction, people, decisions, money, help, no or yes, open mind. That was the whole pitch that you had to give to people, and it was a one-size-fits-all. And I can remember being troubled. Jeez, it seems like everybody has different situations. Why would a one-size-fits-all really work uh, in, in, for you know different people with unique uh, circumstances? Yeah, absolutely, Gary. That's a perfect point. And what I struggled with is for uh, about eight or nine years, they taught me this concept about financial planning, right. where you're helping people understanding all different aspects of personal finances and so forth. And I thought, this is really cool. I, I really enjoy this, but I don't like this whole sales concept. To me, that's just manipulation. I want to do something. My father's a lawyer. My brother's a lawyer. My other brother, Daryl's a lawyer. <laughs> and and every. Everybody in my family was a professional, and here I was, basically a salesman. But I loved this profession, so I said, how do you turn it into a profession? And I, I modeled after the medical profession, and I said, what a real comprehensive financial advisor should be should be like a doctor where somebody can go to them with any personal financial issue, and that that doctor of personal finance should be able to address it, whether it's estate planning, income taxes, insurances, investments, elder care law, mortgages, balance sheets, cash flow, retirement planning, retirement plans, IRA, Roth IRAs, you name it, you should be able to address it if you're a real comprehensive financial advisor. So you went from financial selling to financial planning then? So I went to what I believe is true, professional, comprehensive yep. financial advice. And that's what I've been teaching Ryan is, Ryan, you know, we need to be doctors of personal finance. We need to know what, you know, the, the greatest depth we can have. Like my doctor, when I go to my doctor with any issue, he's got a general idea of what's going on and what I need to do to rectify it. Yeah, you don't want to hear, take that pill and call me in the morning kind of advice because that would be kind of a one-size-fits-all again. I'm always intrigued by the fee-only part of your financial advisory firm, and I think that's 
to me, it's a very healthy look at how to do things. There's no perfect uh, solution to how somebody should be compensated in this industry, but the fee only eliminates so much of the economic bias. So think about it. If I went to my doctor and I said, this is what I'm feeling, and he says, hey, here's a pill, and by the way, I just happen to get $50 a month every time you buy that pill. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, that's what the financial uh, planning industry is all about. Here's a pill. Here's your answer. Oh, and by the way, I just happen to get uh, $500 a month every time you buy this. And uh, and fee-only basically says my compensation is on the board, on the table, in front of you. It's this much for a financial physical. It's this much to oversee your comprehensive financial advice on a long-term basis. And no matter what we do, we get no greater compensation. It's strictly fee-only. We're not taking commissions. We're not taking referral fees. We're not taking any kind of under-the-table where you won't see the type of compensation we're getting for what we do. We're talking with Andrew Tignanelli, the founder of the Financial Consulate and also president, a fee-only financial advisory firm. Andrew, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, uh, having a chance to talk to you this morning, You know what's going on right now in the global economy? I think a lot of people who come to people like you uh, are always wowed by how you guys stay on top of all this and really kind of get a feel for uh, how to how to get our money out there and in the right places at the right time, and especially with this global economy that gets so complex anymore. Well, first off, from an economic point of view, the economies of the world are getting somewhat healthier. But from a uh, different perspective, from a monetary perspective, we've never had a weirder period of time in all of history. We're in uncharted territory where every central bank in the world is basically creating money out of thin air to stimulate their economies. And the ECB is going to join it in a big way in the next week or two. You're going to hear Draghi say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do quantitative easing, which you never thought the Germans would ever do since they destroyed their economy in the Weimar Republic. But here they are saying they're going to do it in the next week or two. And interest rates are below the rate of inflation. So when you lend money to people today, you're actually guaranteeing that you're going to lose to inflation because of the manipulation of interest rates in the world. So we're in uncharted territories. It's a very complicated world, but everyone's feeling really good about it because the stock market's going up, the real estate market's getting healthier, and people are finding jobs. So they're thinking everything's great. But let me assure you, something is really out of kilter. And these central bankers don't necessarily know how to get out of the mess that they've got themselves into. They think they're brilliant, just like like uh, Greenspan did. Right. But I, I'm very concerned about what they're doing and how they're doing it. It's going to be uh, complicated when this all comes to an end. And it seems like it just puts off inevitably the, the truth that we're going to find out one way or another in the long run, right? Yeah, well, I mean, Gary, if you're lending money to people and um, um, and they're not paying you back a rate of return to compensate you for inflation plus some real rate of return, if the economy cannot survive when, with people being paid a fair amount of money on their money without central banks manipulating the market down below the rate of inflation, something's wrong, and they can't do that forever. Right. I can assure you that. They can't do that forever. And so no we'll see but 
it uh, right now it's nothing nothing dangerous right now on the horizon, but definitely two years out, I'm I'm quite concerned. Working our way through, Andrew. It's been an honor having you on the show this morning. People give a call over to Ryan's office at three three four eighteen sixty one, and also RyanFox.info to get tapes of this program and so many others. Andrew, we look forward to another time with you soon. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. 